Welcome to Group Talk, a podcast conversation from the Small Group Network, focusing on topics relevant to small groups ministries. Whether you're in a church of 100 or 10,000, whether you are a volunteer or staff, we want to support, encourage, and equip you to lead well. So relax and listen to today's program. Welcome to Group Talk, one podcast featuring not one, not two, not three, but now featuring four unique shows. Hey everyone, it's Derek here, pastor of Small Group Network Development at Saddleback Church, and I want to welcome you to a very special episode where I am joined by all of our other Group Talk personalities. We have legendary hosts, Steve Gladen and Carolyn Takeda here. We have our two brand new show hosts, Bill Search and Nick Lenzi in the house. And we have the man who brings it all together, Group Talk producer, Jason Banzoff. This is like Group Talk United. Welcome, everyone. Yay. Great to be here. Awesome to be part of this. Super excited. I was so fun to join you guys. Jason, you're behind the scenes all the time. No shout out from you that you're excited to be here. Oh, hey, so excited to be here. Thank you so much. I am so sorry. Usually I'm just the one that's stuck behind not being able to say anything, but so glad to see you guys. All right. Can't, don't give him the mic anymore. Let's go. <laughs> so I should let our audience know that we are not all sitting together right now in the same room as we record this, but we are spread out all over the country. Steve, Carolyn, and myself are here in sunny Southern California. Bill lives in Oklahoma. Nick lives in New Jersey. And Jason is all the way down there in Florida. Uh, praise God. It looks like all of us are enjoying sunny weather today in our regions. However, Steve, I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that we have zero humidity here in SoCal. <laughs> Jesus. Rude. There's no humidity in my office right now. <laughs> Jason, Nick, are you guys uh, getting sweaty and pitting out down there? It's. I it's worked out in nine, my my temperature uh, this morning was about seventy eight, but with a ninety two percent humidity. So it's real. It is real. It's actually so really good we, for your skin. It is. I've been sweating like crazy. My Caroline. skin. Is you you had to bring it. I appreciate it. I just, I, you know what? After you're talking about that, I'm thinking, actually, a little humidity. That's what makes, keeps your skin so beautiful, Jason and Nick. There you are. And Bill, you too. Thank you. I have beautiful skin. <laughs> so, guys, before we talk about the future and the exciting things ahead, let's take a moment to look back. And my first question is for Steve and Carolyn. Uh, for those who may not know, uh, please take us back in time real briefly and share how Group Talk originally started and how it's evolved over the years. So Steve, maybe start and then Carolyn jump in. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I'll jump in and then Carolyn, you can, uh, I'll do play by play. You can do the color commentary, but uh, like all things that in the small group network, what I love is that someone will have an idea and someone will run with that idea. And, uh, but we're not, too overbearing that we we won't let it get better and better and we know that we're better together and i had to go back in my emails and actually look this up and i'm embarrassed that i i, I missed this but uh back in november 11th of 2010 ed applegate had emailed me saying this would be a great idea if we did something in, in the current version that we're at and then what happened was is jay daniel picked that idea up and ran for that uh, our first show was in february uh, we were doing a monthly at that time and on 2011 and he he started that and we had a whole whopping 89 people uh, on the call <laughs> pretty good for a conference call but way back in those days and then carolyn I'll, I'll let you take it from there but then uh jay ended up handing it off to carolyn 
and Carolyn, when, when was that time zone? Yeah, so Jay started off with those conference calls, um, and we were dating ourselves, but in 2014, um, I started taping, and I remember when Steve asked me to host this, and he said, hey, um, why don't you take this on? And I said, no, I know nothing about podcasting, programming, interviewing, any of that. And he said, look, you're smart, you're curious, you're constantly asking questions, and people actually like to talk to you. Uh, and actually, he was right. And those are really all the qualifications apparently we needed um, since, you know, we're paying such big bucks as volunteers. <laughs> so it's been such a ride. And so in 2014, we were still taping kind of on the phone conference app. Um, but I think it really kind of came into this more current form as group talk um, when uh, we put it on uh, September 2015. We actually launched it as an iTunes podcast um, and actually with uh, – with that move. And I have to say, okay, that one was so cool because I got to interview Kay Warren and I've had so many wonderful guests, but like, that's like near the top right there. Um, so that kind of launch group talk. And we used to be so excited when we had like a hundred people listening, um, back in 2014. And now we have thousands and it's been such an amazing, amazing ride to see kind of what God's done with it. And all the people who've been on the program, giving their time and their wisdom because they appreciate what small group network is doing and they want to resource the church, Big C church. And it's just been such a blast. Um, and such an honor to be part of it. And now in this new chapter of it, I'm super excited that we're going to provide more resources and, and more content, hopefully a lot more fun for our, um, our network listeners. So originally, a group talk was just group talk, right? It was one podcast, one show. And then in January, it was, it was actually year, one phone call. It was a phone call. <laughs> I don't know how you did it. I don't know. There so was then, an app you called in and then um, you talked to that person. Other people listened in on the call. Um, I don't know. We had no money. I don't know really why was, we did it this big way. time because then we were so excited when we started <laughs> recording the call yes. and sending it. It is te technology. Derek, we're just too young, but take us into the next phase. I guess it was the good enough principle, right? That's it. It, it was. And we put it on the, the website, which at the time wasn't great, but people Easy. liked it. People responded. People, um, I mean, I have to give a big shout out to all of our loyal listeners from back when, because, you know, I, I learned as I went along and I'm still learning as I go along and people were so gracious. Um, and all the guests too, my goodness, we've had like who's who of small group uh, ministry people, as well as people just doing this in the trenches. They're doing really cool stuff in smaller churches and smaller environments, international environments. And they've yep. just been so kind. And that really is what made, what's made the show so great. Right. And so in January, Group Talk expanded to two shows when we added Steve's show. Mm -hmm. And that's been on the last six months. And now, starting this uh, month of July, uh, Group Talk is expanding to four shows. So, 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 Steve, before we break down each new show and the details, uh, just give listeners a, a quick idea of why you had the vision to go into four shows. Yeah, well, all, all the, the new channels that are, I mean, the new shows that are opening up are people that didn't quite make Carolyn's cut of being the most <laughs> uh, exciting one. So we've all been on our show, but we didn't quite make it. So we had to start our own show to be able to to, to come back again. But uh, yeah, I the, the overall view is uh, both these guys that are jumping on doing new shows are people I look up to. 
they both have giftings that I don't, and I'm excited because they have a lot to contribute to the uh, small group world. And part of when we started the network, we we always know that you know not one church has all the ideas, and not and it's not the big churches that have the all, all the ideas. They just tend to have the the biggest platforms. But there's a lot of gold that we've seen that's been throughout the small group network. And part of my goal of having the the podcast were one selfish, and I'll tell you the other two channels that are starting are purely selfishness because I want to learn from them. But the other aspect is that what are what are, what's the diet that people need? And each one of these shows, if you're a small group point person, each one of these shows will give you something each month that will help you grow in a different way, but a very important way in your small group ministry. And so I'm just excited that both Nick and Bill are jumping on, uh, giving of their time to uh, bless others that are out there. Well, I am excited for our audience to learn more about each of you and your upcoming shows. Before I have you guys unveil the name and specifics of your shows, I have a couple of personal questions for you so that our audience can get to know you better. And Bill, let's let's start with you. Um, so we know that you are uh, in there in Oklahoma. Tell us a little bit more about your location, your church, uh, your church size and context, and your ministry role there. Sure. You know, I'm in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, which is always like in the top three places people dream of living. No, I'm totally kidding. In fact, the first time I got a phone call saying, hey, there's a church in Oklahoma looking, I thought it was a friend of mine playing a joke on me. But this is a great city, great people, truly tremendous people. It's kind of like a quasi-Southern, kind of Western, sort of Midwestern. It's a little melting pot of of North America. It's a very exciting place to live. Church I serve is, oh, I'd say pre-COVID numbers somewhere bouncing near 10,000. Uh, it is a non-denominational church. It's it's affiliated with the Church of God Anderson. Don't Google that because like a lot of big churches, we probably have more in common with just your general non-denominational church, which by the way, nothing against the Church of God Anderson. Lovely people. It's just we probably seem like the average kind of contemporary church trying to reach a community. And my role is I serve as the executive pastor of ministry. So I work with our kids team and I work with our adults team to, to help our folks grow in their relationship with Christ and to help them grow in their relationship with one another. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for sharing. Nick, tell us a little bit about your location, church context, and your ministry role. Yeah, I'm in uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, in a church called Hoboken Grace. Uh, we started in 2008, and that was funny enough, is the time that I moved to Hoboken. Um, I actually, uh, pretty interesting, I, I worked uh, at J.P. Morgan before this in the city, uh, New York City, sorry. And um, so, you know, I can uh, relate to those that, you know, maybe you're doing this uh you're helping your church out with groups on the side and you're trying to learn more about that. That was me a few years ago and the small group network really helped me out by um, giving me resources and, and helping me to interact with others that are in the same area. Um, our church is running about a thousand pre COVID like Bill was, Bill was talking about. And um, I would also say the thing that makes us unique is uh, just besides being in the Northeast is uh, we're an extremely dense city. So uh, Hoboken itself is 50,000 people inside of one square mile. So um, if church, we're doing pretty much doing church in a very, uh, highly dense area. So 
Wow, that is dense. All right, Carolyn, you are up above Steve and I in SoCal, but above LA. Tell us a little bit about your location, church, and your ministry role. Sure. So I'm at Westlake Village, California, which is about halfway between um, LA and Los Angeles and Santa Barbara. Um, And so I've been actually in um, the small groups ministry since 2005. I was an attorney prior to that um, and a stay-at-home mom. And then I joined the executive team in 2011, um, started working full-time. And that's when our small group ministry probably uh, took off much uh, bigger because we now had a seat at the table. We could actually make that a higher priority. Um, And so I've been at the same church the whole time for 15 years. Our church is non-denominational, runs about 5,000. 5,500 pre-COVID. Now, I hate that that's now now how we're going to have to identify these things. Um, and it's uh, it's a church that's been around for about 46, 47 years. And fun fact, uh, Steve Gladen and I met at um, our church, Calvary Community Church, and when he yeah. was the small groups pastor there, and then he deserted us to go to Saddleback. Um, wow. And our thankfully, um, his wife group. Lisa and I maintained our friendship and along the way. But we've known each other for a really long time. So partly what you hear um, when I interview Steve is there's just a lot of back and forth, brotherly sisterly love because we've known each other for decades. Amen. That is amazing. So that is the connection you guys met there at West. Yeah, Coast. we were actually in the same small group. So it was. Uh, <laughs> That is incredible. Yeah, the cool part of the group and the other parts. <laughs> <laughs> we won't identify which was which, but that's partly why um, I got started with the network from the very beginning. Because when I got the, this um, role as just a volunteer, kind of quasi part time person back in 2005, I was just going to do it for a little bit and then hand it off to a real pastor. And I called Steve and I said, Steve, I had no idea how to do this, but you're kind of an expert. So he said, Come on down. And we, I just spent the day learning from him. And then when he had this vision to start the small group network, I was um, so honored to be in the beginning of that. At the first meeting, with, there was only a dozen. And then Steve says, this is going to be a, an international, you know, global network. And there's been no small group point person that's ever going to be alone. And I was like, wow, okay, this guy dreams huge dreams. But it's so cool to see what God's done. Wow. And we're so much closer to that goal now. Incredible, incredible. So... Um, Steve, most people know that you are at Saddleback, but tell us a little bit about how long you've been here. And for those who may not know, a little bit about Saddleback and what your specific role is, because it's beyond groups. Sure. No, I mean, it's uh, uh, been in ministry about uh, since 1982, which is probably when before everyone on this call has been born, which is painful. Uh, and uh, also uh, just- I was two years old. Shut up. <laughs> uh, and uh, been at Saddleback, uh, just went past my 22nd year at Saddleback working with Rick, one of the elders of the church. Uh, but my predominant uh, thing is I work on the connections area of, of Saddleback, and that is- uh, a connection area with with our uh, new start, finding Christ, baptism, our class system, but most importantly, small groups and work on the uh, campus support team that supports our nineteen uh, campuses. So, and of course, we do an acrostic uh, called Care. <laughs> That's what our job is. We we coach, we give accountability, we resource, and we bring encouragement. Boom! Amazing! Amazing! And I love how this new group talk is going to feature churches of all sizes. Uh, you know, Saddleback is, what are we now, Steve? Well, we're just COVID. We're just playing. <laughs> okay. We're zero. 
we're, okay, we're, we're, zero. we're, we're zero. We're churches COVID. of all we're sizes, churches of all uh, streams, and then we're spread out, as you can hear, all over the country. We've got the West Coast. We've got East Coast. We've got Midwest. We've got Jason down there in the South as our producer. So this is exciting. Okay, my next question is actually three in one uh, for each of you. It's a Trinity question. That's right. <laughs> Really feeling holy. Um, so, Bill, we're going to start with you. So, here's my next question, and then I want to hear from Bill, Nick, uh, Carolyn, and Stephen. Order is how many years have you served in small group ministry? How did you get connected with the SGN? And what do you love about the SGN, the small group network? Bill, we'll start with you. Oh, those are good questions. The last one's really my favorite. I've uh, been in ministry over 20 years, came into ministry as a group's pastor, but I didn't even know what that meant. So I went to this uh, leadership network thing, like I think I was a rookie pastor, rookie year, and I meet Steve at the thing, and he foolishly shared his mobile number with me. And I began a series of harassing phone calls to Steve because I literally knew nothing. But I'm a Michigan native, and so I grew up with a healthy skepticism. So I, I really had a finely tuned meter that would root out what really was idealistic stuff that wouldn't work. And what impressed me right away with Saddleback and in the small group network was the focus was on stuff that was biblically aligned and working. And so uh, connected, well, about 20 years ago with Steve before there was a small group network. Yeah, that's right. 1999. There wasn't even the internet yet. Some of you on this weren't born yet. I was Did definitely you party hard in '99. Oh yeah, yeah, those were good years. <laughs> Anyhow, um, and what I appreciate about it is it has this loving, sharing ethos to it that uh, w- we learn stuff and we give it away. And there's this very quick: what is working for your ministry, and how can we support one another, encourage each other? If you're not on the small group network Facebook page, you should be. I'm so impressed with the amount of stuff that gets given away there, and uh, and it really this stuff changes so quickly. Why not share it? Why not give it away? And there's not a deep, deep need to get personal credit. Steve, all of us who know Steve would say this. Steve wouldn't say this because it, it, he couldn't say this, but he's one of the most humble guys I know. And just that spirit of generosity of wanting to see ministry amplified all around the globe. I just love that that is core to the small group network. Wow. We did not pay him to say that, folks. I did, though. <laughs> That's right. Steve pays me and, well, free stuff that he gives away to everybody. But <laughs> Your payment is your own show. Yeah. So, oh, Nick, so, Nick, how many years have you been in groups? How did you get connected with the SGN? And what do you just love about it? Yeah, can I just say it's unfair? I got to follow that. Holy cow. (laughs) Um, And then I got to do that every week. Oh my gosh. Um, So I've been in groups for 11 years. I actually started um, when I was 23, 24. So I just want to say that as like, uh, you know, maybe you're listening and, you know, you hear apprentice and you always want these leaders to do it, but do it for your job too. Like someone saw potential in me and spent like three years building into me on what they knew about groups. And so, you know, maybe you have someone in your church that's young and, and ready to learn, like tap into that. Um, you'll be surprised at what can what can come out of that. But I got connected to the SGN, funny enough, through those 
uh, conference calls that you guys talked with about J da- with Jay Daniel. Uh, <laughs> my first one that I the one that I remember was it was Jay Daniel and Ben Reed talking about why things should be called development as opposed to trainings because like trainings are boring and you want to create this culture of continuing to develop your leaders and I just it's a principle that has sticked with me for I think that was back in 2012 so eight years um but you know what i really appreciate about sgn is um the the local huddles are great because you know you can always educate yourself with books but a lot of the books what they what they kind of can miss out on sometimes is the context and so you'll have a book and you know it works in this region of the country it works in this region of the world but then when you try to apply certain things to your area it just doesn't mesh up and so what's really great about those local huddles that we have is that you're able to hear how other people experience groups and um you know get a feel of what might be more applicable for your context so Awesome. Yeah. Huddles are the thing. You're going to hear a lot about huddles on group talk and all over the network. They're basically small groups for small group people. You can find ideas and support. So if you're not in a huddle, get ready to start or join one. Let's hear from you, Carolyn. Uh, I know you kind of hit on this, alluded to this earlier, but how many years in ministry uh, you got? How did you connect with the SGN and what do you just love about it most? Um, sure. So actually, I led my first small group when I was in high school. And um, I've been part of a group's ministry uh, as as someone in the congregation for a long time before God tapped me to do this uh, officially in vocational ministry for about 15 years. Uh, and I, I've been in the same role the whole time, just overseeing it. I've just gotten, as most of the listeners too, you know, you get added stuff um, onto your plate. So I've had other added stuff, but groups has always been my heart and um, the primary role. So I got connected with Small Group Network, as I mentioned, because of Steve. And really, as we all know on this call, let's be honest, uh, it's very hard to say no to Steve. And Steve has been quoting himself as saying, he Amen. is the Holy Spirit in my life when he wants me to do something. Amen. So- Amen. <laughs> That is you've so got, true. You've gotten this I've too. Never, yes. Ever, I've only been able to say no to him once, and that's just because I turned off my phone. It's, it's, he has that gift of empowering people, identifying it, and empowering people. And so, um, in any case, so he when he said, I want to start this thing, I was really skeptical. It's kind of my more my nature um, to be skeptical, kind of like maybe I could be a Michiganite person. But um, it started out. Then and you know what I've really appreciated. I mean, just everything you guys have already said. But um, on top of that, I think it's such a great place, the network, to look at the church, Bixie. And I think we all are in our our um, individual context, and the local church is huge, um, and it is the hope of of Christ's mission on earth. But at the same time, it's so great to see perspective. Um, that's partly why I love hosting the group talk too, because I get to hear about what God's doing in other corners of the world and see how the biblical community principles, temple courts, and house to house does not change. The core of it stays the same how it's um, manifested looks different and appropriately so and i just really appreciate how steve has guarded um, and the leadership not just steve but derek and others just along the way we've guarded this um this heartbeat of wanting to encourage and empower local small group point leaders in their context it's not a one-size-fits-all and it's really to equip them to lead well in their context and I, and i love that because i think there's a lot of times we get really tunnel vision in ministry and church world thinking there's only one thing or one you know one way and there's such generosity of of thought and spirit like on that facebook page and even when you meet like at the lobby it seriously is like a family reunion um, and the <laughs> friends we've made you know nick and bill 
the joy of meeting you guys. And actually, Bill, I met you way before Network too at a conference. I came up to him and I was so intimidated because it had been this book I read and I thought he's like this big deal guy and it was this big conference and I was like, hi. And it was so nice. And they gave me his And then you number. discovered I'm actually an idiot. So no, you, you, you had, you was so easy. <laughs> After that, they were like, why was I intimidated by that guy? It's amazing he doesn't just stand there and drool or something. Yeah, right. No, you're, you're, you're a useful idiot. That's what I like. I try to Bill, be a useful idiot. I think Bill has been, other than Steve, has been the most um, frequent guest to group talk. And I and Nick, actually, do right up there with Bill now because we've done three of the of the book reviews too. So it's so fun that like the friendships you build. Um, when the COVID thing happened, I mean, these are the guys I talked to to say, "Hey, what's going on? How are we doing this?" Um, so and I love seeing that the huddles are happening on Zoom and online. And now it's you know beyond just even our regional area. If it's hard for people to have a regional one. So it's so great. It's been such a blessing in my life. And I would not have these friends and peers and mentors uh, without it. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. So cool to get to know a little bit more about um, you, how you got connected into the group's world, into Small Group Network, what you love about it. And last but not least, we want to hear from our fearless founder. Uh, remind us again, how many total years in groups ministry, Steve, we know you founded the SGN, but what do you love about it the most as you've seen it evolve to this? You can rewind if you want to hear the number of years. But the thing I love about the network is, I'm sorry, 22 years in uh, Saddleback, wow. 35 in small group ministry. Uh, but um, the thing I love about the network is that it's made up of people that are, are learning and sharing their ideas. And we're always preaching, don't be a container and just don't just take but be, be that conduit that gives out. And as Carolyn has loving to stay, you know, the, the big C church is what we're about. And so you, you gotta, you gotta give back. And I, I, I don't mind talking to people and helping people out, but my encouragement to them is to always find there's always somebody that is going to be needing the information that your church has. And if you don't share, that's why the huddles, I'm just saying there, there's always so many grassroots things that we can do that can help each other out. And that's why the small group network started. And that's why it will always continue to exist. So on to the last and final question I have for you guys, and I've saved the best for last, because this is where I'm going to ask you to share with us, unveil to the world, <laughs> the official name of your, your group talk show, because even the shows we've had with Steve and Carolyn, they, they have new names. So uh, I want to know the new name of your group talk show, and then what can listeners expect from your show? Peel the veil back and give us a sneak peek into its future focus. So, Bill, let's start with you. Tell us about your show's name and what it's going to be like. My show will be called The Leadership <laughs> Journey. How do you like that? I led into it real dramatically, Where's right? Where's the drum roll? <laughs> I know. The Leadership <laughs> Journey. No, it, you know, it really stems from the fact that uh, leadership is a journey. It isn't an arrival place. You never just stop as a leader. You just keep going forward. You you constantly are growing and adapting. I, I was sort of amused at Carolyn saying how intimidated she was by me because I, 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 I'm intimidated by her. I'm constantly learning from Carolyn. You know, the truth is, is as leaders, we have so much to learn from one another. And so the whole purpose of the show is to speak into that. The, the leadership is a journey. And I approach it with kind of what I would think of as three P's is it's got to be personal, practical, and principled. Uh, leadership is personal. That is, it's highly relational. You don't just 
lead nothing, you lead others, you lead self. So it's highly relational. It's also very practical. There's a lot of leadership stuff out there that's very philosophical. I'm not bright enough to be philosophical. It's got to be rubber hits the road kind of stuff. I don't have time to be overly philosophical, but it does have to be principled. That is, it should be rooted in good theology, good scripture, that we're called to Christian leadership, which is uh, a different kind of thing than worldly leadership. It's dramatically different than worldly leadership. So it's going to stem around those three Ps, but really uh, it's it's to kind of speak into that leadership journey side. So talking to the point person who's a leader, but also what group leaders need, and group leaders will get something out of it, I hope, as well. So I'm looking forward to it on a selfish level of just continuing the journey myself as a leader. The Leadership Journey with Bill Search. That's going to be awesome. Get ready for that one, folks. Okay, Nick, you're up. Tell us about your show, Unveil the Name. Give us a sneak peek. Yes, mine is going to be called Reading Lens. And what we will be doing is we'll be having guests on and we will be talking through a book that we've recently read together uh, and just sort of highlighting what we've learned from that book is specifically around how it affects our group ministries. And so, um, you know, one of the things that, that we're always saying is that leaders are readers. And, uh, you know, when I when I get together with my my group friends, one of the things I'm constantly asking them is, hey, what are you reading recently? What are you learning? Those kind of questions. And so this is going to be a podcast where you're just going to be able to jump in with us and hear what we're learning and then um, get a sneak peek of peek of how we're going to then be applying those principles into our ministries. And let me guess, Steve, your first book review is going to be planning small groups with purpose. <laughs> Uh, no, I'll let Nick uh, do a far better. Book I heard. I heard Nick's first uh, book is "Bondage of the Will" by Martin Luther. That's going to be. It's going to be a page turner. So good. <laughs> Actually, if you if you would like to read along with us, uh, we already have our th- first three books lined up. So the first one is "Daring Greatly" by Brene Brown, Great uh, which book. is just a fantastic uh, book. The next one after that is uh, one that just came out uh, this earlier this year, which is "Know Who You're For" by Jeff Henderson. Really looking forward to that conversation. I'm actually currently reading it right now and it's one of those books like i am two chapters in but but i've just been so uh into you know the principles that i've, I've been learning and i just don't want to put it down it's it's, it's that good and then the next one is going to be uh, extreme ownership after that uh which is by uh jonah wilkin um but it's a navy book should be a blast we're gonna have steve kern on that one who used to be in the navy and so it'll be exciting to hear how, uh, what he learned in the Navy and what this book kind of highlights and then how he's using that in his ministry in Savannah. Oh, I thought you said Steve Kerr is in the coach of the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) That would be great. I mean, he is in the now, so it wouldn't be that bad. (laughs) Be a great show. Very close, very close. Well, Nick, I love the plan words with your title, Reading Lens with Nick Lindsay. That has a real ring to it. Okay, Carolyn, tell us about what's happening with your show. Yes, so my show is called Here to There, and I love this title because it really encapsulates the point of the the group talk. And for those of you who've been listening to group talk with me for a while, it's going to be very similar to what we've been talking about and the topics and the guests. But the topic uh, of Here to There is really because all life, all leadership, all relationships, um, and spiritual formation is all about moving from here, where we are currently, to there, which is where we want to go. And in spiritual terms, I guess you can look at it as a now and the not yet, right, in the process in between. Um, so 
I want to address these issues and the co concerns about how do we move ourselves, how do we move our ministry, our congregation from our present reality to the preferred future. And sometimes, as you know, as leaders, it's a future that we can't um, even envision or that the people can't envision. And that's leadership. That'll dovetail nicely with, with Bill's. Um, so it's a really broad title on purpose because I didn't want to be boxed in, honestly. I just wanted to be able to explore topics that are interesting, that are relevant. Um, when I meet uh, small group point people that have done really cool things in their ministries, um, I want to have a conversation about it. So we're going to keep having interviews with a wide range of small group um, point leaders, some big time names um, as we've continued to have. And hopefully you guys as well, the three of you at some point will pop back in. Um, but also interviews with other influential churches, whether big, small, doing cool things. Um, we're going to chase some hot topics, interesting trends. And really, I just want to keep asking questions. I want to keep questioning our assumptions about what we know. The world is moving so rapidly um, and our cultures are shifting quickly and we need to be understanding of what all that is about so that we can equip um, our people and our leaders well. And so there's going to be no sacred cows. There hasn't been. There probably won't be. There's no formula. But it's just to continue to give you fresh ideas and trends and vision builders and encourage you. Um, and I've heard last at the last lobby conference, I had a few people that told me, you know, I don't really care about the topic so much. I just enjoy like feeling not alone uh, because you just for those 30 minutes, I get to pull up a chair and, and kind of feel like you get it. Um, and I think having four really helps our, our people um, have that sense of, you know, here's somebody who's for you. We are for you. And whatever we bring to the table to encourage you and feel like you're part of um, our group and that we can share these tips and strategies and resources as well. Because, you know, the beauty of this, too, is that um, all four of us are in the trenches doing the ministry. And I think like Bill, um, I don't have a lot of patience for just the the intellectual space with it. I enjoy it, but um, it's got to make sense and kind of function in the places we live and serve the churches that God's called us to. So um, here to there, whichever here is to there um, for whichever topic, um, that's kind of the plan. So we're going to figure it out and learn together. I love your questions that you asked, Carolyn. That's the attorney in you. Uh, <laughs> and just know that Dr. Seuss is suing us for here to there. And, uh, but <laughs> We'll deal with that a little bit later. I'll let you handle that attorney issue. I feel yeah. like, you know, this is enough. So in intellectual property, if you're enough different than the original, you're really okay. I feel like no one's going to um, confuse us, except maybe you, Steve, with Dr. Seuss. I'm, I'm a learner, so I read it all the, all the time. So, <laughs> Okay, Steve, tell us about your uh, new show, the official title, and what uh, parts of the show listeners can look forward to? Yeah, I mean, we're just going back to when we started in January uh, with Inside Saddleback. And uh, COVID kind of messed it up a little bit, but it's going to have four components. The first three, a little bit quick nuggets, but it's like, uh, you know, a Saddleback scoop, what's going on at, at Saddleback Church and, you know, some of the things that we're on the cusp of with with that. A little bit of a glimpse inside will give you a leadership. I mean, we'll give you a, a network nugget. Uh, that will uh, help you understand a little bit about where the network's going in the big scheme of things and our, our big picture. We'll also have a leadership learning that will, uh, you know, kind of dive into, you know, what, what's, a, what's a leadership topic that we got there. That's why I love where Bill's going. Bill's going to take it a little bit deeper and, and wider. And then the uh, trending topic, which was where we're going to spend the meat of our time. And 
that's why the world is ever changing. Uh, we took a pause on this show format because COVID was on top of us. And so we ended up, you know, doing that. And that's why we have all those COVID resources that are out there. Uh, we also did the same thing when the, the racism piece, uh, you know, started to, you know, group, group point people were trying to figure out how do I deal with this and what do I need to deal with and things like that. And so each one of the shows, uh, uh, as Derek said, you know, they're all going to drop on a Wednesday, uh, one a week. And so if you give us the, your your month, uh, these podcasts, these shows are going to be able to take you in a different way. And Nick, I know you said all, uh, all leaders are readers, but uh, I, I listen to my books. So, you know, I'm going to enjoy listening to you, too. So, you know, w- with that aspect of it. Well, there you have it, folks. Those are the four new exciting shows. That is the lineup as we move forward with Group Talk. We've got Leadership Journey with Bill Search, Reading Lens with Nick Lindsay, Here to There with Carolyn Takeda, and Inside Saddleback with Steve Gladen. This is going to be a lot of fun. Like Steve said, our shows will will release each week on Wednesday. And I just want to encourage you to uh, subscribe to this podcast from wherever you are listening. And if it's on iTunes, uh, please give us a great rating that helps uh, others to find it. And before we jump off and end this amazing Group Talk United, we have a big announcement. Um, and I just want the listeners to hear from Steve. But in short, the, the big news is that the Small Group Network just launched our first ever online training course. It's called Align. And this course is all about learning the basic small group essentials. It features nine total sessions taught by Steve in HD quality. It includes a downloadable workbook, discussion questions, and a completion certificate and a special gift. Steve, um, tell listeners about why they should pray about purchasing this course. Now, I mean, uh, you know, you can just you can watch the introduction, see if it hits the spot where where uh, you're you're itching. But the main thing is why I designed this course was uh, it doesn't matter what what church is is going through this course or what paradigm you're trying to work on, or what strategy you're working with. You know, whether it's T for T or cell groups or you know our purpose driven group strategy or meta groups or wh- whatever one it is, this course will be very applicable to you. And I really wrote it from a standpoint of what I wish I would have had 35 years ago when I was starting out in small group ministry. And each one of these is uh, broad enough that it'll give you the foundation, but it'll also help you in in your whole church-wide uh, systems. And the beautiful part about this is we are, this is the first of many courses. Uh, if you are familiar with Masterclass, uh, we've already got uh, four or five more shows that are coming online that are from different people. Uh, and it's really designed to be the best of the best of uh, that are going to be putting these courses together. And we'll, uh, you may have a course out there that you want to submit to it and uh, we'll be able to give you a great opportunity to, uh, you know, see if that works in, in this platform that we're building. But uh, Align is the first one. I've got four that I've dreamed up, but we've got five other folks that are submitting uh, ones that will help cover small group courses that will help you uh, asynchronistically just to be able to train with there and have a workbook that you can at least take notes and, you know, apply it to your context. 
Yeah, so go to smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash align, watch the free introduction course, and you'll have more information there. But we are super excited about it, and we think it will empower you to learn the small group essentials. Well, uh, Steve, Carolyn, Nick, Bill, this was fun. Thank you for your time today and for everybody listening. Thanks for tuning in for this very special edition of Group Talk. Uh, one more reminder, stay up to date with all of our COVID-19 small group resources by uh, bookmarking smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash COVID-19. And from me, goodbye. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks, Bill and Carolyn and Nick and Nate Jason for jumping on the show with us. Thanks so much. Great to be with you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, Small Group Network family. Jason Banzoff here, Group Talk producer and Small Group Network creative arts director. Thank you for joining us this week, and I hope you are excited for these new Group Talk shows coming up. I know I sure am. Before we go, let's talk about Align. Our new online training course, Align, will help you learn the small group ministry essentials. And one of the things Steve Bladen said is, this is the course I wish I would have had 35 years ago when I started in small group ministry. Now, this course will feature eight video sessions taught by Steve, a downloadable workbook, lesson discussion questions, an official small group network completion certificate, and a special gift to help further your small group ministry. Learn more by watching the free course introduction or enroll at smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash align. There's going to be a link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Group Talk, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Group Talk. We invite you to subscribe to the podcast through iTunes and get new episodes downloaded automatically. Also, if you enjoy this program, please take a few minutes to give us a positive rating on iTunes so that other small group point people can find us more easily. We encourage you to visit our website at smallgroupnetwork.com to access our library of free resources, connect to a huddle with other small group ministry leaders in your area, read our blog articles, or join us on our Facebook group. Don't forget to use the hashtag SGNet when engaging with your social media channels. Thank you for your support.